time we've been tempted to go with the fear-based thought and take it on as truth, then that becomes our life and that becomes our reality and it becomes what we're living so we think that it's truth. But it doesn't make it truth. Truth with a capital T is spiritual truth. And when you are rooted and grounded and believe in and have faith in spiritual truth, life gets really exciting. You've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gina DeVee. You're not alone in wanting more. And here at the Divine Living Podcast, you can expect to be part of conversations from women like us who unapologetically dream big and are obsessed with manifesting our most fabulous lives. The conversation starts now. I'm so looking forward to being with you today and really dropping into your purpose and what you're meant for. You know, I think that there's so much confusion and wobble and fear and worry that some people are meant for greater things than you, or that some people are luckier or have some sort of advantage. And when we really turn our eyes to God and let ourselves be seen the way God sees us, all of that gets to dissipate. Because the truth is, not only do you have a purpose, that you have a really important purpose. You have a purpose that was pre-designed by the creator of the universe. So I don't want you to worry or stress or doubt in your purpose, in its greatness, in the level of prosperity, in the level of impact, the level of contribution that you specifically are designed to bring forth in this world. This is living by spiritual truth. This, first of all, is going to make you feel a whole lot better, right? You can just feel it in your bones. And what humans have been taught to believe that some people are allowed to succeed and others aren't. Some people get to manifest wealth, but others don't. Some people are called for greatness and others aren't. Too often throughout humanity, we're told, no, not worthy, not good enough, been given messages that something's too expensive or you can't have what you want or whatever the, the thing is. It's not truth. It's not truth. Humans have always have had a choice to choose love or fear. And any time we've been tempted to go with the fear-based thought and take it on as truth, then that becomes our life and that becomes our reality and it becomes what we're living so we think that it's truth. But it doesn't make it truth. So back to truth with a capital T is spiritual truth. And when you are rooted and grounded and believe in and have faith in spiritual truth, life gets really exciting. It's literally, then you get it like, oh, all things are possible. Oh, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, go from here to there. Like, oh, actually the miracle is available because you are a queen and this is your for such a time as this moment. And it doesn't mean that we won't face challenges or be tempted to 
go into fear or the negative thoughts or make someone else wrong. But when we remember the spiritual truth that nothing bad is happening to us, that everything is being orchestrated and guided by God. And the times when the doors close, the times when it doesn't look like it's going to work out, the times when we get jealous of other people's success because we think that we aren't meant for that level of greatness, the times when the programs don't sell in the way that we want them to, it's never, ever, ever because you're a loser, because you're not meant for greatness, because you've even necessarily done something wrong. Like this isn't spiritual truth. What spiritual truth is, is direction. I remember a time when my clients had asked me to teach a sales course and I didn't really care about teaching a sales course. I mean, I had to get good at sales because every business owner does, but I wasn't really put on this planet to teach a sales course or strategy. And I never really had one or a script. I just talked to people. To me, sales was just coaching, coaching someone on how to make a great decision for themselves. And whatever, I went and I put it out there. And for me at the time, it created a a nice little level of success. I knew it would serve people. So I felt good about it. And I was like, well, I don't know, 125 people signed up for the program. And I thought, well, I should do this again. Let's do sales superstar too. And out of a 5,000 person list and 125 happy campers from the previous course, I only sold five. Only five people said, yeah, sign me up for like a 497 teleclass. And thankfully, because of my faith and my spiritual background, I knew that I wasn't being punished. I knew that I didn't do something wrong. I I knew that I didn't need to tell myself like, Gina, you can't even sell a 497 course. Maybe you need to do like a $99 flash sale. I remember owning that I did not ask for spiritual guidance. I did not ask for direction. I did not say, dear God, how would you have my life be used now when that first course completed? I just, with my conditioning, said, well, that worked, so I should do it again, right? Because success leaves footprints. Well, it's more like ask and it is given, Gina. And when I went into prayer and I asked, dear God, how would you have my life be used? I very clearly heard destination intensives. And at the time, that was my favorite way of working with one person in a luxurious setting, totally focused on their life and business. And I was just like, okay. And I thought like, what's the most, I remember asking, what's the most pleasurable way that I could make money? And that's with destination intensives. And then I was like, well, where would I want to do one? And the first thought that came to me was at the Ritz in Paris. And I had never stayed there. And I thought, well, how much should I charge? And $15,000 was what came. And then I was like, well, what about like a villa in Provence? And well, the Lanesboro in London is really cool. And what about a Riyadh in Marrakesh? And I created, what was it? Seven destinations, $15,000 days a piece put it out there and they sold out in five days, all seven of them. And so you'll see that God's plan 
is so much bigger and so much better and so much more fun and awesome. And if you're into glamour like I am, it's so it's just so much better. God wasn't saying you don't deserve this. You can't sell. This isn't what you're meant for. The God was saying, Gina, what are you doing teaching a sales superstar two class and an online program when this is really what you desire? This is really what you were created for. This is what your destiny is about. And when you're so committed to living your destiny that God has designed that is so much bigger and better than what you could have even dreamed, there's always a double blessing involved. And the double blessing is about the other people or person that it's meant to impact. And there was, and you never know who that's going to be, by the way, but God does. There was a woman, when I first sent the email out about these destination intensives, there was a woman on my list who I'd never met before. And she lived in Canada. And she said, please, please, please reserve the, the one at the Ritz in Paris for me. Please, that's mine. And we said, okay. And I said, why that one in particular? And she had this whole childhood dream. She had always wanted to go to where Coco Chanel had lived. I didn't know she had lived in Paris, at the Ritz in Paris. And there was such a bigger story about it and, and her story to tell you about the level of transformation that it would take is a whole, whole nother thing. The point is this woman like, I didn't know that my desire was a vibrational match to support someone else in their own destiny and transformation and what they were meant to experience. All I knew to do was hear the call and answer the call. And so when you remember that your biggest freedom and pleasure and paydays and, and all of it it's not just for you. It's for whoever you're meant to impact or role model or positively serve. So don't think that you're being selfish. Don't think that, um, that that's too much for you or that you just need to play small because God doesn't play small and God created you and God didn't create you to play small. So when you really, really get that all things are possible. That includes whatever breakthrough you need about your business right now, whatever clarity, whatever learning curve you need to move through. You know, it doesn't mean that it's always just mountaintop to mountaintop, but it doesn't need to be so hard either. When we don't listen to spiritual truths, that is excruciating. When we start to hear those voices in our head that's like, not going to happen. You're not going to make it. Business isn't going to, you know, the clients, they don't want you. They want other people. Social media is too hard. This is going to take a long time. You have to work 20 hours a day to get any kind of success. When you listen to other people who are not living by spiritual truths, it's really damaging because we take on other people's truth as our truth. And you might have heard it from your parents. You might have heard it from people in the industry. You might have just heard it from culture in general. The spiritual truth doesn't change. 
And when you allow yourself to get out of the noise of anything fear-based, anything lack, anything about you not being good enough, you're going to be so pleasantly surprised. You're going to see what you're really meant for. You're going to see what you're really capable of. You're going to see that the stuff we get, you know, paranoia runs deep. I remember one time I was watching online and there was a particular event in a particular location that a couple of my colleagues were invited to speak at. And I remember just being so offended that I wasn't asked. And I couldn't believe that I didn't get to go speak at that event. And I got myself really worked up for like about a week. And I keep seeing the emails promoting the event go out and keep seeing my colleagues who, you know, I was at least as good a speaker as them, if not better. And, and finally, because I do tend to get back to a spiritual connection at some point, I went and I looked at the subject of the event. And then I looked at where the event was. Again, I wasn't interested in either of them. I didn't want to speak on that subject. And I didn't want to go to that particular city, which I'm not going to mention in case anybody lives there. But I was like, what am I? And here I'm getting myself so worked up and so jealous of these people that were speaking on a topic that didn't actually light me up and going to a city that I didn't even want to go to. But when we turn our direction and our faith to God, God knows what would just set our soul on fire. God knows what's going to light us up. And that's what we are destined for. I remember uh, I had a client, super cool client, really smart. And I had this program. I think it was, it was like some sort of like 90 day program to accomplish one big desire. And Everyone was going around saying what the one thing was that they wanted to accomplish in the 90 days. And she said very clearly, very quickly, I want to I want to be uh, written about in the Wall Street Journal. And it kind of struck me as slightly odd. And I said, well, why? And she said, well, obviously, to get more clients. And I said, well, I knew who her ideal clients were. And I 100% knew that none of them ever or will ever read the Wall Street Journal. So I said, uh, kind of, you know, in a coaching perspective, I'm speeding up the story for right now. I was like, you know, hey, do you think that your clients read the Wall Street Journal? And then like, finally, she got to the book. She was like, oh, yeah, they don't. So as we dug deeper and I said, like, so what's this really about for you? And she had always craved her father's approval and what's the other word I'm looking for like whatever she, she was good enough for him he had passed away many years ago so here this really smart woman signs up for this high level coaching program and makes her one big desire this thing to be in the wall street journal was for who her father who had already passed on and wasn't even going to get her clients and this is what happens when we're seeking something that doesn't come from a spiritual truth. Even if she'd gotten written about in the Wall Street Journal, it would never have gotten her either of what she was looking for. And so the quicker that we return to absolutely knowing for sure 
that our real desires, our real desires, you know, the, the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Your real desires, you know, those ones that don't go away, that they're there, they're not for ego purposes and it's not for comparison. It's not just for looking good or whatever the things are like your real desires. God put those there. That means they're real. And God didn't put them there to kind of dangle in front of you like, oh, wouldn't you love to have that? Yeah, sorry. You're not good enough. That's too expensive. It's going to take too long. It's not God. God put those desires in your heart because you were meant to experience them and be that double blessing or thousand times blessing in someone's life. The stories go on and on about how the most unlikely candidates become super successful. Esther was a Jewish orphan girl that became the queen of Persia. What are the chances outside of God? Mm, let's go with 0%. That's completely a God job. Do you realize everything that God had to orchestrate, a war to go on in Israel, to have her parents killed so that she would be orphaned, the culture was to exile the Israelites into Persia, and then taken from her only living relative Mordecai, thrown into the palace harem where the historians say there's about 2,500 women that had to prepare for a year. What are the chances that the Jewish orphan girl would be selected out of 2,500 to become the queen of Persia? We all have this for such a time as this moment. So the more that we focus on our divine guidance, the more we pray and ask and it is given, and then you just take the next steps. You have the faith. You don't have to figure it all out at once. That's God's job. Your job is to pray and ask, what is my divine assignment today? And I remember when I would do this at the beginning of my business, especially when, like many of you, I was like setting up the infrastructure of my business. I, was, it would, I would hear like, write the sales page, set up the affiliate program, create the content, like, like whatever it was. And so I don't want you to put too much pressure on yourself to, as an entrepreneur, you can kind of always feel like you're always behind because there's always something more you should or could be doing. That's not God's plan for your life. God's plan is you wake up and you ask, what is my divine assignment today? And get your answer, get clarity on it and let it be enough. And then God willing, you'll do the same thing tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Rome wasn't built in a day and neither is your business going to be. But your business is never going to get built if you're scattered and fractured and you're thinking about thinking that there's so much that you need to do and you get stressed and you get overwhelmed and then you do nothing. And then that's how we all go into analysis paralysis. Dial it down. Get it really simple. Know that God has the right timing. And you've been given today and you've only been given today. So you do what you can do in a day. And when you follow the divine guidance, it's often counterintuitive. God has one sense of a sense of humor. Recently, I decided we're going to be spending more time in Miami as opposed to LA. And my brother and his kids live in Santa Barbara, a couple hours away. 
And when I realized that, I didn't know when I was going to see him again. This was like the Sunday before like a really big launch, you know, when I'm supposed to be working 20 hours a day, kind of according to the massive action hustlers in the industry. And I've, you know, I've all, especially during launches, you know, like I'm always working a lot. And so like, I woke up that it was a Sunday and I woke up and I was just like, I asked what am I meant to do today? And I heard go Santa Barbara. And I was like, nobody takes the day off to go to Santa Barbara the Sunday before a launch. And I was like, but apparently that's what my God wants me to do. And I had the most blissful day. I drove up along the coast. I hung out with my brother. I hugged his kids. I I know that some of the conversations we had made a big difference in their lives, made a difference in mine. And as I was driving home, because I still had that niggle, like, oh, like, I should be doing more. I should be doing more. I was like, you know what? I don't know. If that one day made the biggest difference in the numbers for the launch. But what I know for sure is that at the end of my days, I'm not going to be sitting there saying, remembering the Sunday that I worked on a launch. I'm going to remember hugging those kids and having an awesome day. So when you really, and I also trust, I don't think that God designed me or led me to that move to be less successful in a different area. So divine living, ladies, divine living, do what you can do today. Know that you are enough and that is enough and let God handle the rest. All right, let's pray. Ah, dear God, thank you. Thank you that you did not design us for a life of stress. Thank you that you did not design us for a life of overworking. Thank you that you did not design us for a life of financial struggle or having business building be too hard or heavy or even take too long. Thank you for designing us that with you all things are possible. So we pray and ask right now for prosperity in our businesses. We pray and ask right now for clarity in our messages. We pray and ask right now for our lives to be used as a double blessing, that we would live as role models that show people around the world how to be successful both financially and successful in living and having a quality of life. Thank you that it is ask and it is given, not ask and stress out and overwork and get overwhelmed and and work your tail off, and then maybe you can get. We thank you for your spiritual truths, and we ask you to show us how to live by them more often and more consistently. And we pray this believing. Amen. All right, my beautiful, I hope that you have loved this episode and it has been a blessing in your life. And if you could use a little extra love and support in sisterhood, I want to invite you to join me in my global community in the Audacity to be Queen free companion course. 
This is completely free. And when you go to divineliving.com forward slash audacity, you're going to get meditations. You're going to get videos. You're going to get workbooks. You're going to get Q&A call replays with me. It's just a whole bunch of positive programming completely for free. I want to make sure that you have this love in your life. So go get it now at divineliving.com forward slash audacity.